Welcome to the Life in Basketball podcast, where we give your game life. We break down basketball games, film, training, and also give your basketball IQ life. Uh, today, we're going to talk about Big Ten basketball. Obviously, in this part of the country, uh, we're excited because Big Ten basketball does begin this week. Michigan State travels to Rutgers, and obviously, uh, Michigan's at home against Purdue. The Michigan-Purdue game should be a lot of fun. I think Purdue's not getting a whole lot of attention, but I think they're really good. Carson Edwards, obviously uh, the front runner for Big Ten Player of the Year, and he's outstanding, and, and he's going to put a lot of pressure on the Michigan Wolverines this weekend. Um, that conference is really good, isn't it? That Big Ten Conference is deep. I mean, Iowa has looked really good this year. You look at the Big Ten ACC Challenge, it was it was tied up uh, 7-7. Um, Really excited for the Big Ten. I, I just think it's such a tough conference. When you come from uh, my neck of the woods in Michigan and you grew up playing against kids from Indiana, Ohio, um, and then you, you play against kids even from Minnesota, um, Iowa, just gritty, tough basketball. Uh, Indiana, obviously, you know, could be called the mecca of basketball. It's, it's a fun area. It's a really good conference with a lot of good players. If you like physical basketball, if you like competitive basketball, if you like hostile environments, the Big Ten, baby, is where it's at. Um, Weird one tonight, Michigan State Friday night game against Rutgers. I think that Michigan State has to get that bad taste in their mouth uh, with a loss to Louisville on the road and also a hostile environment. I think they'll be properly prepared to uh, take down Rutgers. So we'll break down that game tomorrow, Tyler Hayward and I, on Rivalry Radio our other podcast. Um, again, this is the life and basketball. A um, couple things, you know, Andre Proano and I talk on his wonderful podcast, Fadeaways and Fundamentals, about culture, about toughness. And, and he's always giving me a hard time. I wish he wishes he was in our neck of the woods in the toughness of basketball. And I have to pause and say, look, man, you're in beautiful San Diego, California. Calm it down. <laughs> Let's, I'll just make the kids tougher in California and enjoy that weather. Um, but but he is right. There's a toughness about the players in this uh, region of America and the Midwest. <clears throat> and it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to watch. And uh, that Big Ten uh, basketball season, we're going to break down a lot on his podcast and mine. Um, very excited. The, the style of play... I think it because it's it's called gritty, it's tough, it's Big Ten. We we don't seem to talk about the speed. The 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 Big Ten teams push the ball very well. And and if you want an example, uh, call Steve Alford up at UCLA and, and ask him how fast Michigan State was. I mean, Michigan State ran UCLA out of the gym, um, and they pushed the ball at a high level. And the Big Ten is like that. The Big Ten, the ACC, is physical and fast. And it's so important. You know, when I was coaching, I used to always say, um, there's four things we need to be. Fast and physical, fearless, and fundamental. So many times, the fundamental or the skills part is the main thing. But being fearless, being physical, um, being fast, I mean, it's important. You know, your body is so important in this thing. And if you look at the bodies of the players in the Big Ten, the, the, somebody's doing a really good job in the strength conditioning programs in this conference. I mean, it is a strong conference. These guys are strong. They, there's a physical presence there, and it is hard to go against. So I would not be surprised if you see a Big Ten team 
get back to the Final Four. Obviously, Michigan was there last year. Uh, Michigan State, I'm very high on them. And uh, you just never know with some of these other teams. You know, Wisconsin's been very good. They've been successful, made the Final Four a few times. And uh, I'm excited to see what happens this year. I want to know if a Big Ten team can get in. The one thing that there may be some lacking parts to it is, is the skill part, where maybe the ACC and you know, even teams like Kansas and the Big 12, there's a little more skill level maybe, but Kansas is physical too, and that's why they're so darn good. They get to the paint, they can score, and I know Bill Self had mentioned, you know, we had to change our gain a little bit, get with the times with the three-point shot, um, you know, and, and they started doing that for a few years there, where they're just chucking threes. Villanova then said, you know, we got to change our style, we're fast, we're aggressive, we press, but we got to hit shots, we got to hit threes. So a lot of teams need that now. And I'd look no further than what we have here in Michigan, Michigan State. They're shooting the basketball at such a high level from the three. You know, guys like Cassius Winston, you know, they shot 50% from three last year. Those are guys that they're adopting that new style. You know, hey, we got to stretch the defense. We got to hit threes. And you wouldn't think that would be something you mentioned with Michigan State basketball. You would think it's all physical and and uh, that that's just the way it is. But I, I can tell you... There's a lot of skill still, but there's a lot of speed in that Big Ten Conference. And I think you'll see it more and more uh, throughout the year. Um, definitely check out our other podcasts. want to do that real quick. Tyler Hayward and I run Rivalry Radio, where every rivalry matters, but none more than one, and that's Michigan-Michigan State. We've been breaking down football all year, and we are just thrilled that the football talks are over because it could get heated. It can get heated. And there's no doubt about that. It was heated in the football season, but now we can calm it down a little and get strictly on basketball talk. And that's where I live, my friends. Basketball is uh, my pride and joy, and I'm excited to talk about it all year. Yes, till June, I got the NBA. I've got college basketball till the latter part of March, heading into April. I got AAU basketball coming. What's going to happen there? You know, how's AAU going to look? All these talks of the dynamic changing in basketball. I think AAU is going to be very prominent still. It's very important. And, uh, you know, we'll get into prep school a little bit this year as well. But let's stay at home here. Let's stay uh, in the Big Ten. Uh, Purdue, Michigan. Boy, Michigan, they, they're playing well, aren't they? I mean, talk about styles changing, whereas Michigan State more effective from three now, whereas Michigan is a threat to drive now. And boy, they're playing physical basketball on defense. Never thought I would say that about a John Beeline-led team. But I think you look further into this and you realize why it's the way it is. The assistant coaching is very important at the college level as well. And it gets overlooked so much. We we hype up the big names, Coach K, um, Izzo, Calipari. But we don't talk about the assistant coaches. And, you know, Coach K, for example, I mean, you have former players that play for you they get to teach the game to this new age kid, you know, Shire, you know, Nate James, I mean, Chris Carroll. I mean, what better assistant coaching can you get than what Duke has? And I think it, you're seeing that in Michigan right now. You're, you're seeing Sadi Washington, who was a great player in our state, who had a great career as a player at Western Michigan. DeAndre Haynes, who I've seen up close and personal play at Kent State when I was at Western Michigan. Those are two guys, they're making a huge difference with the toughness and the defense. You can see it. You can see that they're more aggressive now. 
And I always used to complain about John Beeline's teams being soft. They are not now. They're physical and they contain the basketball. They rebound at a higher level and it's making the whole difference for Michigan. Not only are they textbook on offense, they don't turn the ball over much. John Beeline is an architect on the offensive side. But now the defense, the defense, yes, is there for Michigan. So I'm curious to see what happens this weekend, though. Can they defend Carson Edwards at a high level? Can they contain a very good shooting Purdue team? Can they keep guys out of the paint? Those are things that we're going to break down after the game tomorrow. And I want to see what happens. Um, Michigan's like looking really good. Jordan Poole finally came into his own. You know, I, I had mentioned to Tyler on our podcast that I thought that Michigan would fall off because losing Rockman, losing Wagner, and then Duncan Robinson off the bench scoring. I, I kept saying, who's going to score? Jordan Poole's got to have big games, and he had a magnificent showing against North Carolina. And he has to play that well. He has to play that well in the Big Ten season and look to see what he does. Uh, Xavier Simpson has been outstanding leading the charges, running that point guard position at a high, high level. And uh, Iggy's just the real deal, man. You know, people don't realize this is a freshman, but he's 20. He's played against pros. He's 20 years old. He's a man. He, he's not a young freshman coming in that isn't ready for the physical play, the, the fast level of play, the athleticism. He's, he's played against pros, guys. So he's ready. And uh, that's why I think we'll talk a lot more about prep school, where I think prep school is preparing kids better than anything else right now because you're playing against top-level kids, etc. And, and I think that's why we lose so many great players from Michigan. They go to prep schools now. And why wouldn't you? The level's usually better. It's not ran properly all the time. You know, I'm, I'm starting to notice that. But you're playing against top kids. You know, when I was in Arizona, I seen a prep school uh, led by Ray Weathers, who's from my hometown of Jackson. And Arizona Compass uh, Prep played against a lot of good players. Uh, they played against prep schools, and kids are going there. And it's just a different level, man, of competition. And, and I think you're going to see that thing take off even more. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the Big Ten season... A lot of fun, lots to talk about. This is just the beginning, folks, just the beginning of everything, and we will uh, talk more uh, tomorrow after the Michigan State game uh, against Rutgers. We'll break that down, and we'll also break down Michigan-Purdue. So uh, tune in, Big Big Ten Network, about an hour and seven minutes, Michigan State-Rutgers. Check it out, see what the Sparty can do, and definitely check out that game at Chrysler tomorrow, 3.30, Purdue at Michigan. Should be a fun one. Uh, again, life and basketball, we give your game life. Uh, check out, though, our Ravelry Radio page at Ravelry Radio Inc. We're going to connect more to Spartan uh, people, uh, whether it's recruiting and basketball. Big year ahead for recruiting. I know that uh, Rocket Watts, I'm not sure if he's signed yet, but a lot of people are talking about him, uh, how he's unsigned, even though he is verbally committed, but just hasn't signed to that national letter of intent. Look at that. That'll be something to talk about. Uh, Tyler and I will talk about that as well tomorrow. Again, excited, man. Tune in. Big-time college basketball season ahead of us.